0: Don't worry, don't worry, because I did one prize pick show. You think the showdown, hoedown, the flagship of my channel is just going to go away? no. No, I just did one show and sure I might have tipped off the nuts and like all nine picks and like won a bunch of people a bunch of money. But that don't mean I'm not here for showdown because there's still a huge edge to be had and we're still going to go at it. Nothing's changing. Okay, I'm going to Vegas this weekend and I'm going to throw the dice. And that doesn't mean that I love showdown any less. A degenerate like me can love many forms of gambling, whether that's prop bets or showdown or throwing dice. So with that said, we're back. Let's get back into showdown and let's keep uh let's keep attacking those advantages and getting some green screens. On uh, on DraftKings. For all of you that don't know, I am the Degenerate75. I am a relatively new YouTuber who is building a station largely built around PGA DFS golf. We're also getting into the betting side and the channel is about to expand once I reach 1,000 subscribers, which is going to be tomorrow because I know right now I'm like well over 900 and you really enjoy my channel so much and I've won you so much money over these past seven weeks that you are just going to go find some random ass person and go get them to subscribe to my channel. I don't give a shit if they ever watch watch my stuff ever i just wanted to say a thousand so my two mf or friends have to give me a large amount of money for this trip that i'm leaving on in like 36 hours so let's just get it done i, I need like 80 of you to just go get one person to subscribe for me get it done and while you're at it also tell them to turn on notifications and stuff because if you don't know we do the showdown hoedown every friday and saturday night that's what you're watching right now for round three and round four we also do a live week long stream every Wednesday of which I will be doing live from Caesar's Palace this upcoming Wednesday for the Scottish Open. And if I'm going to be taking all my shit to Vegas and recording a special live stream for you guys from Las Vegas, you, you better fucking be there. You better be there. I don't want to hear any excuses. I've got kids, a life and stuff like that. You get out of there. You get out of my face for that shit. Okay. Be there, please. And also get people to subscribe. So get me to a thousand. I need you. I am reliable, I never miss any of these shows, hell, even when I go on vacation, I don't miss these shows or these streams, so all I'm asking is pay it back, if you're not a guy who likes to watch YouTube, go check out the pod form, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, all the pods, go leave me a 5 star review on Apple Pod, and I will put 3 names on this big ass wheel up here, you see this big wheel, where's it at, where's that? Where's it at, that? no, that way, it's that way, so... You do that, you get you can win millionaire maker tickets, and I've been very generous. I, I you, I'm gonna spin it. Your name gets drawn, you get to make a millionaire ticket with me for the Open Championship. We will split it 50-50. So basically, you're gonna win a half a million dollars just by going and doing that for me. And I'm gonna help you make it. And if you don't know, I don't suck at this shit. Uh, I'm certainly above average at it. I've basically been doing it for an income for five years. So you know, like I, I would at least say I'm average. <sighs> If your week-long sucks, don't worry. A lot of people, you know, played some Donkey Chalk and got hurt. Did not like WebSense and did not like Adam Habwin. Tried to tell you Wednesday on the stream. So if you're like, man, my week's over. No, it's not, mother father. The week's just starting because it's showdown. So let's go make some showdown lineups. Let's get back your money that you wasted playing Donkey Chalk this week. And uh, let's get after it. By the way, don't forget, like this video. Leave me a comment down there telling me who's the one guy that screwed your week over. That's my favorite question. Who screwed over your week long lineups. Do that with your Twitter tag on this. Go retweet me and like me over on Twitter. You'll be in this big ass drawing. Hold on uh, uh, this way, uh, this way. I can't fucking point. Don't worry about it. I'm still trying to figure out OBS. It's it, it, it's beyond me. Uh, and then Wednesday, I'll probably draw three, four names on there, right? Because you can see there's a lot of damn people that retweet my stuff. So there's a lot of names on there. And I don't want it to be like one in a million that you win. I want all you motherfathers to win. So I'll probably draw like four or five names. Probably just depend on how many ranch waters I've had at that point to determine how many I draw. So do that for me. We'll get going. Let's go check it out. We're going over to DraftKings. We're going to the lobby. You'd think I'd already have this shit set up. By the way, the round's not even over yet, but it's getting late. It's almost eight o'clock. It'll probably be eight o'clock before this uh, video is even up. Let's go check out John Deere round three total prizes. Uh, they've got the big $15 up tomorrow. And of course, 50,000 to first 10,000 to second. So, you know, I'm going to get second tomorrow. Um, contest selection, not real great tomorrow. I don't even see the $200 single entry. I see the hundred dollar single entry. I see a $5 single entry. I see the $33 single entry. Oh, there's the $200 single entry. That was a Topachico burp, excuse me. Uh, and yeah, the contest selection's not really great tomorrow. Uh, the, I, w- there's a. F- okay there's the $5 drive the green but it's only $8,000 prize pool so tomorrow might be you know you're never going to really hear me say this because this is a terrible structure this main uh, flop shot the $15 a terrible structure you should not play in it it is not a good way to preserve your money but at the same time if you're really feeling some showdown you want to get in there you have some hot takes some edges Uh, matter of fact I think you'll see what I'm going to argue today is really risky at showdown so maybe this is the time to punt hopefully you have some money because you followed me on those prize picks Uh, or you've you know maybe spiked the gpp here in the last couple weeks maybe this is a good time to be a degenerate and play in a terrible structure tomorrow um if you if you're not feeling that which is probably a good thing that means your brain's working correctly i'm proud of you you're growing uh you know then maybe just try to do one or two lineups and do these single entries down here but you know they just don't have great just not great tournaments tomorrow i guess it's the john deere so what are you gonna do all right let's move on let's get it we're going straight into it uh what's, what, what, what let's talk about today what's today do well let's check it out today on data golf we played at almost two shots under par you know i was watching a show last night and this guy said that the course would play about a one and a half shots under par it would play noticeably easier than the day before could you imagine a fucker knowing that just by looking at some stuff just looking at the weather report big guy i'd want to follow maybe degenerate 75 i don't know i don't know Uh, the wave split, uh, the afternoon actually played just a hair easier. So I went all, I didn't go all, I went about 75% AM PM this week and they picked up almost a full shot on the other wave. So that was pretty nice. That was a good move there. Uh, don't regret that. So when I'm looking at round one played over par and round two played 1.84, well, I want to know how is tomorrow going to play? Cause that tells us a lot about how we need to structure our lineups and make our picks at showdown. So what's the first thing we should check? Hey, new guy, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you. What's the first thing we should check if we want to know how the course is going to play? Come on. I'll give you three seconds. Three, two. Nope. 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 That ain't it. That's definitely not it. We always go check the weather and when you fucking new guys suck at this stuff. Every time I ask, you never get it Right tomorrow well first of all let's let's look at today today was chill as fuck and we had that weird little uh i don't know if it's a lightning delay or rain delay i was getting all my shit ready for vegas um but i know it was delayed and then i know they came back out and they still lit up the course so it was super benign today tomorrow looks even more benign uh conditions are going to be super soft super slow uh it's going to be easy uh, they're going to tear this course apart tomorrow there's no wind uh, the course it's, it's not going to get too hot. Uh, they, I think they got a little bit of rain today. So I would expect to see somewhere in the negative 1.5 to negative two shots below zero course average. And you're going to have all the slapdicks off the course. Cause you know, there's this thing called the cut. So we're going to have a lot of those guys gone. It wouldn't be surprised me if the course plays a full two shots under tomorrow. Uh, a lot of it will probably have to do with where they put the flags, but that information won't be out for a little bit. Uh, cause the PGA has to wait for the round to end and then they'll put it out. So we don't have time for that shit because you know, you guys need your information. You're like crack addicts. All right, so that's the weather. It's pretty simple. Uh, Let's go look at who we might want to play today. Uh, Go over here. Once again, the leaderboard's still going, so some of these guys aren't even through their 18 holes, and hopefully I didn't click anybody uh, that is going to miss the cut. Like you can see I've only selected guys that are T55 and higher because that's who's going to make the cut. That's going to be minus three if you don't know. And the first thing you want to look at, well, you know, you can go look at all rounds. And I think that's a good idea maybe to kind of see who's ball striking because Saturday ownership, people have gotten a lot savvier as to what to do. People aren't just always playing the leaders now. People aren't just always playing uh, guys that are ball striking. They're getting pretty savvy. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want to give myself too much credit, but I mean, I do run the showdown hoedown, and I think I have helped a lot of people get smarter. And, you know, if, even if just 500 people are listening to what I say, that's going to have a huge effect on ownership. And so you almost might have to start doing the opposite of kind of what you're thinking. So, like, JT posted in the past, I'd say he's going to be 35% tomorrow. He's playing so great, he's in first place he is a affordable price and he will be semi chalky but i'm thinking like chalky is going to be relative maybe more like 20 to 25 percent on somebody like jt poston if i had to guess where people are really going to be tomorrow they're going to spend their salary and the problem is by the way these are round one salaries up here uh behind me because round three is still not loaded up on um fantasy national they've only been out for five hours how could you get that loaded so these these salaries they may be a little bit higher than this but they're close enough to get the fucking point okay work with me here work with me here I'm trying to get this out for you chill chill out um so People are going to spend their salary. And when people spend their salary, there's just not many guys that made the cut that you can spend your salary on. You can't spend it on Hadwin. You can't spend it on day. You can't spend it on web. So like who are you going to spend your money on? So naturally people are just going to gravitate towards the top here. Tigala, uh, Denny, uh, Mav, CH three, Hardy stallings. I'm assuming Hardy's going to make the cut. He was making a big rally last. I looked, although it looks like he just gave one back on 16, uh, stallings, uh, Patrick Rogers, motherfucker. luck and SOB, if you played him, if you played him, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. That's lucky donkey Chuck. If he doesn't make that hole in one, he misses the cut. But instead he gets a hole in Whatever. Well, I knew it was coming. Okay, dumbass. Uh, Cameron Davis. People are going to spend their money on these guys. So all of these guys are going to be naturally inflated. Not necessarily because they're great plays. Or not necessarily because they're ball striking. And they're certainly not big names. Because there are no big names at this fucking tournament. Why they're going to be is because people are going to spend their salary. So when you're up here. I would basically say from let's just say adam long up and i might have missed some other guys that might have made the cut but these were just some guys i selected i would implore you to maybe pick four of those what is that nine or ten guys there only pick about four of those guys you can pick even less than that. But at some point, you got to spend your salary on somebody, right? So I would make your stance. Go find which one really tickles your fancy and then just play the shit out of them. Play, Pick four of them and just make sure you have three of those guys in every one of your lineups. That's that's just, or you, two of them, however you want to do it. But, like, you're going to want to spend your salary. I strongly encourage you to not leave $3,000 on the table tomorrow. I just, I'll never agree with that. Maybe 800 maybe maybe 1000 But, like, you know, depending on what kind of player you're leaving behind to do that, that may be not the best idea. Yeah. So that's what, that's who's going to be chalky tomorrow guys over 8,700, not for any other reason. than there's just no one to spend your fucking salary on. That's it. That's it. That's why they'll be popular tomorrow. So we need to go sift through this. And I am going to encourage you when you're going to look at stats, whether that's on data golf or on national, uh, go look at round two. Round two is going to be stats that are going to be much more relevant to what we need to look at and what we need to know. And some guys that uh, some things to look at. Well, first of all, for round two, the thing I care the most about is approach. Okay, like I see Ryan Moore killed it on approach today. His ball striking was off the chart, and that's probably going to make him a little popular. But Ryan Moore kind of sucks, and Ryan Moore is coming off a good round. And if Ryan Moore's even going to be like fifteen percent owned, that makes me want to vomit. I will never play a fifteen percent owned Ryan Moore, even though his ball striking was elite today. Um, you know, I, will just have to get it. There's really the problem with Saturday showdown is there's literally no way to get a vibe on what ownership will be on some random slapdick like Ryan Moore. So it's really just a guessing game. If you think Ryan Moore might sneak in under the radar, well, then he's a great play because he's kind of checking all the boxes of somebody who played perfect in these easy scoring conditions today and somebody who's played well at this course before. And it, you know, like he kind of is exactly what you're looking for. However, he's not what you're looking for because he's Ryan Moore and he fucking sucks and he's coming off of a great round and if we know anything it's hard to follow up good rounds but I will give one caveat to that I always say that but if there's ever a time it's easy to follow up a good round it would be at the John Deere right because there's just so many birdie opportunities there's so few chances to get in real trouble at this course that like you know there's probably four holes where you can make a bogey but then there's probably you know 10 holes that are very easy to make birdies on Uh, and then the other four are kind of like neutral holes Um, I'll tell you what really stuck out to me. Uh, Oh yeah. So uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting pump the brakes, pump the brakes degenerate. Uh, Other guys that just killed it on approach today that nobody will be on Aaron Baddeley, Kevin Strillman, which by the way, Kevin Strillman is almost exactly the kind of player I think of somebody who would just kill a course like this. Uh, I was thinking that in week long, but I was just like, he fucking sucks here. So I didn't play him, but he does. Uh, Dylan Wu made a really nice rally to make the cut on the number, and we know that there's one thing we know about Saturday ownership, slapdicks who barely make the cut on the number go severely under-owned. He will be out there at the earliest in the morning in the softest, best conditions you'll see all day. These, These are just guys that maybe you want to look at for a punt. Uh, Charles Howe, he had great approach today, but I'm just telling you, I don't like Charles Howe. I know he shot well today. I just don't like him in birdie fest. I just feel like he has a severe upside because he's just not of aggressive enough to go pin seeking. That's just my opinion on him. It'll never change. Now, is he a greens and regulation machine? Yeah. Am I going to bet the shit out of him on prize picks tomorrow? Yeah, because he's probably going to go 17 out of 18 in greens and regulation and still only make four birdies. Fucker. Uh, all right. Maverick McNeely actually kind of got his ball striking figured out today. Andy dominated putting the first day. You put those two things together. He could be amazing. Uh, Callum Tarum, uh, or Taren and Preston Stanley both had amazing approaches today, and nobody's going to be on them. I mean, oh, they're both, in, uh, uh, especially Preston Stanley. No one's going to play him. He was amazing today, except at putting. That's the kind of guy I want to see, and I know he's 55th. No one's even going to be looking at him. P- most people never even heard of that mother father, so he's probably going to be a pretty good play. So other things you can look at. What about some guys that really shit the bed today? Well, Patrick Rogers, he he shit the bed today. You know why? Cause he fucking sucks. That's why he shit the bed. Uh, Patrick Rogers uh, is, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. He's the one guy I'm definitely playing tomorrow. You know why? Cause F him. Because he is donkey chalk and he deserves to be mush. So I'm going to play the hell out of Patrick Rogers just to destroy your week-long lineups, you donkey chalk-playing mf Okay, I'm sorry. you Patrick Rogers and Rory, it's a weird thing. I'll be the first to admit. I probably should seek help. I have a weird relationship with those two. Um other dudes that weren't so great around the greens because, you know, like, why do I care so much about this? If they were giving it away around the greens in a single round of showdown, you're not worried about around the greens because they're going to be hitting all their greens and regulations and have millions of birdie putts. If they're trying to get up and down all around, they ain't going to be in a winning lineup anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. All right. Uh, other guys that were terrible around the greens. Stallings, Cam Davis, Zach Johnson, Taran, Brandon Wu, not to be confused with Dylan, don't be racist, and Aaron Badley, uh, Baddeley. These guys were all giving away around the greens. These are things that I want to see because that is going to keep people off of them. Why? Because it kept their overall score down today. So people aren't going to say, oh, they played so good yesterday. I got to play them tomorrow. Uh, they're just not going to be thinking that way because they're just going to look at their total score and say, oh, they spun their wheels. They're not any good. But if they if they spun their wheels because it was around the green, that is what I want to see. So those are guys I'm looking at. Now, let me get to my big takeaway. When I sort by salary here, I got to tell you, when you get to 7,000 and lower, I found so many punts that are just. Delicious to me. Like I mean, like I've never found so many guys where I'm like, wow, okay, wow, okay. And if you want to play, like I, I'm not playing those guys below 7,000. They suck, man. Everybody in this tournament sucks. The guys that are 6,500 right now and the guys that are 9,500 are literally like that far apart on the golf spectrum. Like let's not play. So this is a great opportunity to go play these guys down here. They're going to be low owned who basically have the exact same upside as Scott Stallings and Patrick Rogers and Nick Hardy. Come on, like like we're not talking and freaking tiger woods here pump the brakes so some guys that really jumped off the map to me uh 7, and below i already talked about callum taren uh Chesson hadley i've just he's really been catching my eye he's uh been popping a lot on these weekends um i you know he, his stats aren't that great i'm just telling you justin hadley can get razor hot and he's been doing it for the last few weeks grayson sig is ball striking the hell out of it um uh steven yeager a lot of these uh, i'm sorting by round two but if you steven yeager if you go look at all rounds here uh excuse me all rounds not round one you go look a lot of these guys are really popping down here let me get my thing back up you go look at steven yeager ball striking like an sob just not putting right uh you go look at austin cook and michael thompson great on approach brandon Wu, ball striking adam Badley, uh ball striking see uh, uh soon you'll know ball striking seth reese ball striking dylan Wu. martin trainer preston stanley these are all some disgusting plays but because they're disgusting they're going to be two percent and these are the guys you're going to have to have to try to ship the fifteen dollar uh fifty thousand dollar event tomorrow you're going to have to have some of these punts so if you want to know what my strategy is going to be i'm going to pick my four guys up here i like And then I'm just going to put them in 75% of my lineups. And then I'm going to probably just mix and match them with a whole bunch of studs I like down here. Are there more guys I like than what I'm showing you? Yes, because I don't fucking give picks. You go do your own research. I'm trying to tell you a way to look through it because I'm trying to teach you how to fish and not give you the fish. Um, If you want want me to give you picks, I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll start a tout site one day called Fuck Off. It's not happening. So we have talked about guys that I like. A couple other things I want to check real quick. Round three scores. Let's go see them. This one is what I got clicked here. It's not even up. It's not even up. What are we doing? I could have swore I already had this up and ready. I was trying to be prepared, and it's not up. So, oh, easy scoring conditions. I want to see guys that are good at easy scoring conditions. And who are these guys? Well, let's go see. Who's best at birdie or better scoring conditions and easy scoring conditions? Michael Thompson, Patrick Rogers, JT Poston, Emiliano Grillo, Maverick McNeely, uh, Denny McCarthy, Taylor Moore. Oh, yeah. Taylor Moore might be a sneaky good one. I'm going to mark him real quick. So, he's like, sometimes they might not be popping in the stats, but you go look at these peripheral stats, and all of a sudden, they pop up. Uh, Matthias Schwab. That's kind of why I played him, by the way, this week and week long. Got a lot of people on him. Hank Lebiota. These are some things to consider. And then the other one I wanted to look at. Let's see. Round three scores. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where's round three? Where are you at, fool? Oh, this is round three. El stupido. All right, here we go. Uh, guys that are good at round three scoring. Brennan Todd. Kevin Strillman. That's twice he's popped up. Uh, Bazaten Hoot. Uh, Maverick McNeely. That's three times he's popped up. Uh, Denny. Three times he's popped up. Grillo, uh James Hahn. Brennan Wu. That's twice. Brennan who? Wu. Uh, Vincent Whaley. Aaron Baddeley popped up again. These Okay, I'm just saying. These are some things to consider uh, whenever you're making your picks tomorrow. Look at how many guys you like and then let that determine how many lineups you play. If you go through and you select 30 guys, you should probably be playing 150 lineups. If you can't afford 150 lineups, well, then start shaving down your player pool. If you go through and you only select eight guys, maybe do like a three max or something. That's what I would tell you to do. Uh, I've already told you who's going to be the most popular tomorrow. The most popular guys are going to be Tagala, McCarthy, um, uh, Maverick McNeely, all these guys up here. Anybody that's expensive that made the cut is going to be super popular simply because people are going to spend their salary. That's it. Not for any other reason than that. So that's why basically you can assume almost all these guys are going to be 20 plus percent tomorrow. So if you want to play them, I encourage you, I implore you to at least get them in 40 to 50 percent of your lineups. Every single one of those guys you select, or you're just not going to have enough leverage on them to really see any gains in a large scale GBP. The pivots uh, are going to be, you know, for me, they're going to be all those punts that I talked about down at the bottom. But I'm sure there's some other guys that made the cut that might be sneaky. Uh, you know, a guy like CT pan after his round today is going to be super popular. So that's a guy that I'm cool pivoting off of, uh, Adam is going to be super popular. Uh, I'll be. Pivoting off of him, uh, especially because just that their salary, it's just so easy to get to those guys. Um, those aren't guys I'm interested in because they're coming off of great rounds. Matter of fact, let's go check out round two. If you want a quick list of guys that uh, that I will not be playing, uh, you know, Maverick McNeely, uh, Matias Schwab, Brennan Todd, CT Pan, Denny McCarthy, all these big names, JT Poston that have big rounds today. I'm, I'm probably not going to play maybe JT posting. Cause I'm almost starting to get those vibes of like Kim a couple years ago when he just went and won this thing by like 10 shots. I'm starting to get those vibes from him. So in conclusion, the one guy I'm definitely playing is Patrick Rogers because F that guy. And the one guy I am definitely not playing. Uh, who's the one guy I'm definitely not playing. I am definitely not going to play. I'm definitely, Oh God, up. will be popular as shit tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not playing Chris up. You know, he'll probably go wreck it again. But he was amazing today. He got tons of TV time. They did the little story about how he got in because he wrote a letter. So people eat that shit up. Uh, I'm not eating Chris up. chalk. Yes, I know he's awesome. I know he's going to be a future star. That's just not for me. You play him if you want. I don't give a shit. All right, guys. That is it. I think I kept it. Oh, no, I tried to be under 20 minutes. You got to do me a favor. I'm going to do a price pick show later tonight. You should come check that out. Also, you need to go leave me that comment. Who screwed over your week-long lineups? Like this video, turn on your notifications, and most importantly, go get me 80 subs by tomorrow night. Okay? 80 subs by tomorrow night, or I will go to Subway and eat 80 subs, and you don't want me to do that before Vegas. So, go get that done for me make sure to be here tomorrow for round four showdown hoedown and win some money and make sure when you win to shoot me those screenshots so i can go retweet them and give you a shout out man that's cool when you win money winning at gbps is freaking hard that's why like nobody hardly ever wins at them i appreciate you guys coming by i will be seeing you tomorrow so much going on in the next week support your man help me grow let's get this done i hope you enjoy my outro we'll see you next time